With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. I don't want to say I told you so, because you know I hate doing it. Welcome to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. Welcome to Lithuania. Come on, the beautiful basketball. (laughs) To show you just exactly what the league the, the Ball Brothers are playing in right now, the Lithuanian team that the Ballers play in, Plays in two leagues. The lower league they play in, the Baltic League, they decided to leave the Baltic League to play in this big baller basketball challenge, which is going to be a few games long, which I guarantee will be the time when they leave to come back to the United States. Do you want to play me one-on-one? They played their first game today. It was broadcast on Facebook Live. Over 100,000, quote, people watched it. 1.6 million, quote, people in total watched it. Well, I'm a person. I watched it. There's a reason why I'm saying, quote, in a second. Okay, because I saw the comedians and everybody else, all Mm -hmm. the Lithuanian stars were there in attendance. Welcome to Lithuania. How many Lithuanian stars are there? I don't know. There was How one many comedian. There? It's really so just excited. that guy. It's but a- yeah, but he's ran the same damn Kardashian line that everybody keeps using. L- listen, like, come on, it's an old joke at this point. Was Marlon's man there? That's who I was expecting to see. <laughs> just roaming the baseline. There's Marlon's man. But he's I'm not very, Marlon's very man right now. It. Tim Tebow is nowhere near this <laughs> tight so shirt. Excited. He's just, still celebrating the national title game. You can't just default to Tebow all the time, <laughs> man. Come He's on. He's like a staple, though. Come on. Sometimes Phil's asleep, so you have to. <laughs> Shh. Oh, you just woke him up. Uh, first of all, 
They played their game. Is it the playoffs? No, game? Phil, we're talking. We're in Lithuania. Phil, go back to sleep. Hello. Phil, no, go back to sleep. I think we know what we're doing. Phil, do you know anything about Lithuania? No. Okay, then go back to sleep. No. Phil. All right, I'll deal with you in a minute. So they play their first game today, and they both combined for 29 points. See in the highlights, guys played well. Leangelo missed a big layup. LaMelo missed a few shots. He also took many Steph Curry threes, which if you've seen his highlights, you would know that he hoists up. Doesn't matter where he is on the floor, the score, the time clock, no matter what, he was pulling up from three. And here is LaMelo Ball. Oh, Steph Curry shot from very, very deep. No good. He doesn't afraid to take those deep three shots, three point shots, and you know it by now. The line of your beautiful basket. He's He's not afraid. Very, very deep. Like that even shocked the play by play guy. Very. Very deep. Well, you did have a couple of big highlights, a behind-the-back pass, there we, oh, a he dunk, did. and a few. He, look, like, there a were a couple player. of good moments there. He's a great. He, there's a reason he's the number seven kid in his. Well, now he's not even in high school anymore. He's number one. He was he's number, number one in big baller brand U. He's number one in Lithuania. He was number seven in the United States. <laughs> no. Uh, so first of all, if you've seen the highlights of this game, they combined for 29 points. They won by 10. It was an absolute circus. Many things to get to, but first, let's hear from LeVar Ball after the game talking about LaMelo hoisting up the shots. Again, many shots like that today. A Steph Curry type three. Let's hear a little Q&A on LeVar Ball talking about that. You still like the LaMelo 40-footers? even if he's I, I love them- Melo shooting 40-footers, but that's what you get with Melo. Now, if they go in, everybody, ooh, ooh, ooh. he's going to shoot them. He's been doing that all his life. What? So there's no coach that can be like, Hey, don't shoot that. It's already embedded in his head that he think he can make a shot from anywhere on the court. So he's going to shoot him. They ain't seen nothing yet. We just getting started. I'm out. Wait, there's no coach that can tell him not to because he's been doing it his whole life. <laughs> That's like me coming into my boss's office and saying, well, you know what? I can just do whatever I want to at work. I can leave my smelly shoes around. No, you can't do that. No, but I've been doing it my whole life. So I can leave my smelly... You can't tell me I can't leave my smelly shoes around because I've been leaving my smelly shoes around my whole life. I'm leaving it in the studio, in Frostburg's car, in your office. I mean, oh no, he's been doing it. You can't tell him not to do it because he's been doing it his whole life. What kind of ridiculous Monty Python logic is that? Everybody, ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh who's going to tell him <laughs> you can't like, tell him you can't I, I it. turned that into a ringtone. It worked for Carmelo. Here's... <laughs> well, he's had a pretty good run. He had. A, he's had a little bit better run than LaMelo has. But this is an absolute circus. Even the referees are wearing big baller brand shirts in yeah. this game. The referees are wearing them. Didn't stop them from so, calling fouls on the, yeah. the Ball Brothers early, though. Yeah, but they're wearing... I mean, come on. The referees are wearing the logo of the guy who Now you're dead. saying they're bought and paid for. I mean, I mean, I guess you could have had Dick Bavetta wearing a Knicks jersey doing games during his career. Which you're saying he nice. wasn't? No, I, but under. Let's go back and look at his. But under his the tractor. under the shirt, like you know, like he like, might have had a T-shirt. That no, might have no, been no, no, his no. pregame ritual. No, like Wesley Snipes in the fan. He was wearing oh, his great. old jersey <laughs> under his new one. I no. mean, how ridiculous is that? The referee is wearing the logo of the guy whose sons are playing on one of the teams. And you can't tell me, you can't tell me that that many quote people watched and overall. Those were the numbers for that game. 100,000 people watched live on Facebook, 1.25 million overall. You know what? Many people on social media, first of all, it's so low rent, it's in a 1,500-seat gym. I felt like 
they were in high school. You know, there's like five rows on the side. I mean, really, it was so low rent. But that's how many people are interested. That 1.25 million people total watched it. I guarantee you, if there is ever a thing to talk about bots, that's it. Because there are many people on social media that pointed out all these people supposedly are watching this, but no one is liking it. No one is doing anything that's interactive. Well, I had hearts floating across my screen the entire Uh, time. And you're so mesmerized by the style of play and grandiose passing and 40-foot jump shots. Bots. Are you, are you going to respond? No, you're clapping. Bots. Or Trust you're me. actually doing something else with that running in the background because <laughs> you just want to keep waiting for the announcer to break into song. Trust me. Bots. A lot of good dance numbers. They had yeah, there were dance good dance numbers. Yeah, okay, there at, was that. Each quarter and, and going through. Um, but I sat and watched for a bit, and it really one of those where you start wondering – what is true? What is fake in terms of the size of the news. audience that you had there? Because, even though, oh, go ahead, sorry. Because even if even if it's still just a fraction of that, mm-hmm. say it's half. Yeah, just for argument's sake, say you still got fifty thousand people, the twelve hundred or so assembled in Lithuania, and fifty thousand people stopping whatever they're doing work wise and and take it a few minutes because they're moderately interested to see what this league becomes and mm-hmm. what LeVar Ball is going to do next, that it's a, it's an audience. I mean, it's bigger than a lot of audience for other televised programming, and, and it's a, a decent social experiment. It flies in the face of coaches, you know, getting up on soapboxes like a bunch of dopes and getting applauded when, you know, you're, you're basically doing the same thing. We're going to bark at people talking while all you're doing is shoving microphones in my face and I'm talking. So it's one of those things. Yeah, that's right, Steve Kerr. I got more for you later. But it's it was an interesting game. I mean, these guys look like high school kids. Most it looked, of them like, it looked like a low-level brand. I mean, look, you really think this is this is all about getting publicity, trying to do it. Bots. But it worked. And it looked like a Knicks game. Yeah, it was. I think we know what we're no, doing. No, no, a home game. You know what? The rest of the crowd might have been outside trying to get in, like at the national in. title game. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I hate to say I told you so. Because I never do, right? Except all too all the time. often. Well, anytime you have any inkling that erroneous. you can claim that you're right erroneous. about something, yeah. we hear you all the way up and down the hall. Okay. I'm right, I'm right, I'm right, I'm right. Okay, right. But, I told you, told you, but told you. But outside of those times, do I ever really say I told you so? No, I usually have to no. slap you in right. the back of the head to get you to stop. Yeah, it's very And to get rare. back on track. It's very rare you're ever right. It's, it's, it's but very- when he is. No, 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 no. Those few times. Oh, he'll let you know. No, I'm right more than I'm wrong. I'm right way more than I'm wrong. You say the Jets are going to win every game. Okay, you did that's predict one a perfect thing season. I was wrong about. That's a lot of things. You were predicting a, par- a parade going the other way. I said 15 and 1. We'd lose once to the Patriots. You know, they lost 10 more times. Well, than they that. did have your plays. Yeah, they did. You know what? We'll get to Tom Brady coming up in a few Listen, minutes. Listen, no you. of anything. But don't start him. It's not just about Lithuania and the balls and Leangelo and Lamelo. Is that today, sources have broken the story that the Lakers are concerned about LeVar Ball's influence on Lonzo Ball. And let's just stay in our lane. They are now worried about the impact his words are having. Before the game tonight, 
Luke Walton was asked if he's talked with Magic Johnson about LeVar Ball's comments over the past few days that Luke Walton can't coach this team, he can't coach my son. Luke Walton said he has talked to Magic Johnson and then said he's done talking about it and wanted to only talk about basketball. I told you this was going to happen. I told you, you draft Lonzo Ball, you're drafting LeVar Ball. And the Lakers said the same thing. We're not worried he's just a dad. Adam Silver said he'll calm down after the draft is over. He's not. I told you he's not because he's not just a dad. He is now a media personality, and he makes news. You were stupid if you thought that wasn't going to happen. I'm sorry, but you were. And I was the old guy in the beginning of the horror movie. I said, you teenagers don't go in those woods. And what happens? Ten teenagers go in the woods. They all get hacked up except for the one girl who makes out. Oh, jeez, I should have listened to you. No, it's not. They don't get stuck in the water. There's no shark in a horror movie. It's the new Sharknado. It no. actually walks. But Jaws, Jaws was technically works as no. a horror suspense Jaws film. Jaws in the woods. Spoiler alert. No, no. Land <laughs> shark. <laughs> Who's there? UNICEF. It's Jaws. Oh, Girl oh, Scouts. Avon calling. Why are you holding a hockey stick? <laughs> it's a sh- Why would a shark need a hockey stick? Land shark. Why would it need a mask? Doesn't need. <laughs> oh my God! It's a shark in a hockey mask. Oh, oh, it's a shark! And it's saved by the shark! It's Jabberjaw. Nice. (laughs) Please! Now there's a timely cartoon reference. Well, how many cartoon sharks are there? You tell me. I'm I'm applauding you pulling that out. And people should hit their Google machines while listening to us here on Fox Sports Radio. If New Zealand once had a Saturday morning cartoon featuring Greg Norman, then you could say there was a cartoon shark. Are you sure they didn't? But there wasn't. Shamu is a killer whale. Same thing. Different. (laughs) Different. Different. They both live in the water, yo. And they're not going to be in the woods. None of them are in the woods. There's no shot. Although that would be a great horror movie. You know what else would be a great horror movie? If the guy who had sex with everybody was the guy who lived. Because in horror movies, if you have sex, you die. Instead of the one good girl always making it out alive, oh my goodness, yes, the one that never has sex and wants to go to college. And, uh, no, have the guy who's a complete player. And now they're banging he each other. He has sex with every girl. Buddy, I, the, I had you sign a non-disclosure guy. agreement because no. I've been working on this treatment for a year. Have the guy. And now the, you put it on the airwaves. Jerk in the world. Have the you guy just gave it away. Wears the IZOD shirt with the guy who looks like Steve from Stranger Things, except he's a really bad guy. Sorry, spoiler. And, you know, just have him be the one who survives. Yeah, yeah. No problem. He's smoking cigarettes with the killer with the, you know, after his hair. You want a Marlboro? This is a red pack. Yeah, go ahead and have one. How is it like killing those kids? All right, I'm going. I'll see you later. I'll bring some more kids next weekend. But let me make sure I have sex with all the hot girls first. Then you can kill them. I'll make it out again. You and me, we're like partners now, right? Here, have another have another red pack before I go. That's a different kind of horror movie. I was already working on all that. Were you? Yeah, you I'm married to me Todd now. Bowles now. I'm sorry. That, wow. That made no sense. That made absolutely Now, that's sense. a big twist in the middle of that horror you know what? film. Work, Let on me tell the, you. work on the other side of the glass. That is on next that. level right there. But I told you this was going to be it. The Knicks actually reports came out of New York today saying they would have thought differently about drafting Lonzo Ball, even if he was available at eight because they were concerned about LeVar Ball. LeVar Ball is a horrible influence. He has always been that. And shame on you if you thought he was actually going to be someone you could blow off. I mean, really. Honestly, nobody can say, oh, we didn't see this coming. You sound stupid. You sound absolutely stupid if you say, oh, I didn't think LeVar Ball was going to be doing it. No, no. You knew. You knew, but you thought we could handle him, and you can't. And this is why the Lakers now are at a point where they have to fire their coach, and Lonzo Ball's 
development is at issue because now his dad is at odds with his coach, which I told you was going to happen before opening night. I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. Here's one of the biggest problems you have in this organization. Who's a leader? Who's a leader in that organization? LeVar Ball. No, 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 on that roster. On that roster. What guy can go and say, Lonzo, you got to stop this? There's not a single guy. You know who's Kyle Kuzma's the biggest star and the biggest you know name that you have. It? Magic Johnson. No, but that's the point. Magic, Magic didn't. Johnson has Magic, to say, Magic encouraged up. the entire thing. Yeah. And now he's waited too long to come back down and have that discussion. I liked Luke the other day when asked about Lonzo hitting the bench early. He said, hey, his dad was talking smack. He had to come out. I mean, he's showing a sense of humor about it. But between Rick Carlisle and Steve Kerr and everybody else complaining, you, you know what? Control your own locker room. Don't lament and don't start going to the media about who they can't, can and can't cover and crying about the media coverage of LeVar Ball. Obviously, people are interested in whatever portion of those 1.25 million people and clicks were real versus imagined. Somebody cares about the Lithuanian Basketball League. But when you look at that Laker locker room, who's the one stepping forward? Like I said, well, it, that's why but I said it from the beginning, though, with right, Lonzo but, Ball, but, that the only concern you had was that whether it be on international Skype at the dinner table or whatever, that he's venting his frustrations about Luke Walton to dad. Mm-hmm. And at this point, going out and being asked about a point blank and saying, you know what, I'll play for anybody. Really? That's your statement? You look worse than LeVar. And that yeah. got no attention. No, exactly. All the LeVar stuff got attention. This guy came off as a much bigger dope than his old man. Th- this is and, and nobody paid attention no. to that at all. And this is why everybody who wanted to give Lonzo a pass, this is why I said, do you really think he's not going to listen to his dad and he's going to listen to his coach? I mean, LeVar Ball, look, you heard what LeVar Ball said about LaMelo a few minutes ago. I mean, he's been shooting 40-footers his whole life. No coach can tell him to stop. That's such a stupid thing to say, but he said it. You really think Lonzo's going to say, Dad, I'm done, and I'm going to start? No, because he's always had his dad's back. You dra- it, it's, it's, the, it's one thing when you say when you marry someone, you marry their family, right? Sometimes. Sometimes you don't, but many times you do. You draft Lonzo Ball, you are married to him and his dad now. And that's why I said you should run. You do not want this distraction when you could get other more talented players or just as talented players up there. Now, Lonzo could be a star player. But now, look at this. This is you are two months and a couple of days into his NBA career, and you are dealing with this. You really think it's going to get better? You think there's anything that's going to happen that's going to make LeVar Ball be quiet? Of course not. Lonzo Ball could be. LeBron James showing up in the locker room. No, because then it's going to be LeBron's taking too many shots. And, and and he's not making the shots enough when Lonzo passes to him. Yay. That's how it's there's no LeVar Ball's one of those guys who if things are going great is the worst thing for him because then he can't say anything. The worst part for him was last year for most of the season for UCLA, they were great, so he couldn't say anything. Finally they lose the tournament and it was five seconds. We had too many white guys on the team, and that's why we lost. Same team you beat earlier in the regular season with those white guys. Okay, so you can't tell me as if you're not winning championships every year. He's going to absolutely be a a rod of... Oh, say it. You were close. What? Come on, I had the dump button ready. No, what was I going to say? I don't know. It sounded like you were heading down a very expletive No, because I was thinking, it's not a divining rod. It was. Oh, there you go. I was thinking of that, but I'm like, no, that's something... You want to do for water? No, that's right. Oh, look, I found water. (laughs) Drink deep from this cup of regret. (laughs) The cup of regret. I like that. He's going to be a wedge in between the Lakers... And Lonzo. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Something big coming off the national championship game last night. Alabama wins an absolute thriller. Roll down tide. Tua Tunga Viola comes off the bench, throws for three touchdowns, has a huge game, and becomes a college football legend. True freshman playing behind Jalen Hurts, who was 25-2 and coming into the game. We talked about it last night. This is a coaching move that will live forever. Gutsiest move I've ever seen a coach make in a championship game at any level. Today, former Alabama offensive coordinator Lane Kiffin was on the Dan Patrick Show. And he talked about how, you know what? If Tua didn't get to play in the national title game, he could have seen him walking out the door. That was it. I'm not going to play in this game. I'm not going to be the back if I'm not going to see the field. Kind of a shocking thing. Remember, Lane was there for a couple of years. We had him on the show two years ago after Alabama won the national championship. He missed his. He missed the bus. He missed the bus because of yeah. us. But listen, when he was there, they were recruiting him. They were recruiting Jake Fromm at the same time. And Fromm initially went to Alabama and then said he was going to Georgia. So he said, listen, we weren't that heartbroken when Fromm decided to go to Georgia because we knew Tua was coming here. But if he didn't play last night, he was out. He's played some, so he's going to have to sit. So he's going to go sit, and he's going to have three, you know, it'll be a four for three. So he'll sit for a year and have three years to play. He's not going to sit there for another year behind Jalen, you know, when he feels like he didn't get an opportunity to beat him out. So mm-hmm. now now the story's going to flip the other way. You know, the story's going to be, is Jalen going to leave? Now, Jalen's such a great competitor. He may not, but most guys would. I'm out! Somebody has to leave. Oh, I want to fight. Uh, I want listen, a quarterback listen. battle and for Nick Saban to stand there like Montgomery Burns going, excellent. It iron great. sharpens iron. It sounds great. Jalen Hurts is a competitor. He'll stay. Two is, you know, the guy that could win the job. He'll stay. But let's be honest. In the end, somebody is going to get the shaft. It's not going to work out. There's only one guy that can play. You can't try to get both guys on the field because that's not going to work. You can't say one guy's going to play, then you have another guy looking over his shoulder for the next two years. You can't have that. It's a messy situation. It sounds great, but one of them has to transfer. This goes back to your trade situation. Yes, I wish there were trades. You could trade Jalen Hurts to Michigan or somewhere else to get a kicker. Yeah, we did joke quite a bit, and Twitter was all over. I love how people said, Michigan's got Shea Patterson. Of course they have him coming. I've tweeted about him many times. Oh, my God, it's a joke. You've shown an obsession with Michigan. It's like you've adopted them. You know my feelings of the adoption of the college. I've seen every Michigan game for 20 years. I mean, I, I, I married into the family. Married into it. That's not the way that works. That's uh, how how it goes in my house. But somebody's got to go because you could have three years of this. I bet Cardell Jones wishes he transferred from Ohio State. He could have gone to play somewhere, had a great final year, and he could go. Wait, did somebody say Shaft? Someone's getting the Shaft? What are you talking about? No, that's down the street. Hey, that's how how it's going to go. Whoever wins... The other guy's going to lose a year plus of eligibility. It's going to be messy. By the time he goes, he has less time to figure things out. If Jalen Hurts decides to go now, he's going to have two more years. Somebody will take him easily. A huge program will take him. If it's Tua that goes, anybody will snap him up. A big program. He'll have three years left if he even wants it. But both guys staying, 
it's not going to work out. You can't have you, – it's not like you have running backs or wide receivers. Only one guy can be the quarterback. And it's better if they decide soon to go. Well, and as we saw with Ohio State, we talked about it last night, Cardell Jones does win the job, but after seven games, cedes the starting role. He was named co-starter, whatever the hell that means. That's the Major Applewhite, Chris Sims. Two nights in a row I get Major Applewhite and Chris Sims Very in good. the show. So I'm feeling pretty – Pretty pretty cocky, too. I'm going to pat myself on the back, too, and dislocate my shoulder so we can be brother with one arm uh, here, you know, because you did it earlier in the show uh, for yourself. <laughs> so, But for Nick Saban, you know, obviously you don't want the distraction, so it becomes the the curiosity and, and what that discussion has to be. Jalen Hurts, you went 25-2 and two with him and went a full half of football before deciding it was time for the hook. That's an awful lot of track record to kick a guy to the curb. Is it Belichick? type existence now where you just have to say, all right, your time's done. No, we're on to the second half. You can't have your personal trainer on the sideline, Tua. I don't I don't I don't, I don't think I don't, I don't think Guerrero was there. No, I don't snap face and all no, that. He might have been. I don't like that. Listen, I'll I'll trade Jalen Hurts for a second round pick, but I, I don't want to do it. I want to have both I guys. hate that song. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show weeknights at eleven PM Eastern, eight PM Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Today, Tom Brady went on WEEI in his weekly appearance on the Dennis and Callahan show, Bo Callahan's birthday today, uh, went on the Dennis and Callahan show today to talk about the recent reports that there's disharmony between Brady and Belichick and Bob Kraft, of course, Seth Wickersham's column on ESPN, the magazine, a few days ago that depicts discord between Brady and Belichick, Brady not happy with the way Belichick is always needling him. He wanted Jimmy Garoppolo traded, so he went to Bob Kraft. Bob Kraft decided to trade him, and after it was over, Brady was happy and Belichick was really upset. The Patriots said they didn't like it. Privately, they're fuming. Well, today, Tom Brady went on the radio and said, yeah, this whole thing about me, Garoppolo, and hopping around to practice, uh, I don't remember it that way. It's just such a poor characterization of anything. I've never, in 18 years, ever celebrated when someone's been traded, you know, been cut. I would say that's disappointing, you know, to hear that someone would express that or a writer would express that because it's it's so far from what my beliefs are about my teammate. All right. Now, let me just say this before we get into, I believe Tom Brady, I believe the report, right? I always, I go back to this. When Jose Canseco wrote Juiced, many people wanted to dismiss it right away. It's a lot of hearsay. I'm suing him. And I remember saying at the time, let's just say 40% of what Jose Canseco was saying is the truth. Isn't that a really big deal? Right? It was. But it turned out to be turns out to be like 90% no, was sure. true. Think about this for a second. The Wickersham article comes out and the Patriots get upset. Privately, they're seething. They're upset. Belichick denies it. Brady says they're on the same page. Of course they're going to do it because they're an organization that knows how to win. They know how to take controversy and tamp it down because Belichick has never let controversy simmer. This he has no control over because it's still going to be a story through till the offseason. But let me just say to this, say this to you. If you really think this is a completely made-up story and Belichick and Brady and Kraft and everything is fine, Seth Wickersham has written for ESPN since 2000, right? The guy's had a 17, now going into his 18-year career, writing for ESPN. He really made this up. All the sources he spoke to, which he said he had 20 or 25 sources, everybody he spoke to, of course, are going to talk anonymously because they don't want to lose their jobs. 
they're all lying or he's making it all up. You really think that. Honestly, just think about the level you're getting to to think that this guy who's had an 18-year career now because I need clicks. Like suddenly after 18 years, hey, Seth, if you don't get some clicks on your next column, I don't know if we're renewing your contract. You know what? I'm going to make something completely up about the Patriots. I'm going to say I talked to people, and nobody's ever said there were no sources. No, You really think he's making it up. Let's say he's got 75% of it right. Isn't that a bit? Don't you believe then Belichick and Brady can't stand each other? Don't you believe that Brady made Bob Kraft trade Jimmy Garoppolo because he wants to play till he's 45 and Brady's pissed off that Alex Guerrero isn't allowed on the team plane or on the sidelines anymore? I mean, you're asking us to, to believe a little too much. I get it. We're in an area right now in the United States that's awful because anytime a report comes out in the media someone doesn't like, they realize I could say, oh, it's fake. And there's a good portion of the population, enough of the population, that will believe them. This is a really bad place to be in because, you know, look, democracy dies in darkness. You can't just simply say, I don't, I don't, this is fake news. It's made up because now you're asking people to not trust the media where 99.5% of the time, everything that's written and is reported is true. Is there going to be sometimes it's gotten wrong? Yeah. But just because one report is wrong on CNN doesn't mean everywhere else the story is reported or things are going on means that it's not true. And it could be CNN. It could be Fox News. It could be anywhere. This is where we're at. So I get the whole, yeah, no, this isn't true, this isn't true. And there's going to be a lot of people saying, oh, see, yeah, I knew it, because they said it. We're at a bad spot. But just realize, ask yourself this. This is all being made up. Seth Wickersham made this entire, just because he figured out a way to get an angle in to get a story that got clicks. I'm going to do a story on the Patriots in the playoffs, and of course that's going to be huge. I mean, come on. Just, it's one of those unfortunate situations where now you've got to have every member of the Patriots in their press availability. Now there's 72 bullet points out of his article. All right, item one, yes or no? Did you ever say anything about a Patriot of the Week award? And let's go on down the line with each and every one of those bullet points. So it, it hits a level of absurdity as well You know, when you start going down this, this level of anonymous source after anonymous source, all people who've never talked against the Patriots at all. All of a sudden, now every one of them's got loose lips and wants mm-hmm. to talk to... That's the part of it that that doesn't fly with me. I can see if you're telling me there's two or three guys, that whatever their job security, or maybe they've had it with X, Y, and Z in terms of creative differences and player coach, player ownership, whatever dynamics, strength coaches, whatever else, guys that might know they're already on the out. Right, if Patricia leaves, then maybe they lose their job or something mm-hmm. like that. That maybe maybe you've got one or two guys, but suddenly you have twelve. You've got a whole, basically, a coaching staff worth of guys that are standing around going, "Hey, Seth, I got something for you over here." Because that because that's really what we're we're led to believe here now. Yeah, is that you have a ton of people in the locker room and around the facility, none of whom have ever given you anything. Right, well, that's what the Patriots right, are known for. Right. They give you nothing. But, they're but all, all but of a sudden now everyone... Now because now Brady is not doesn't like the fact that Belichick calls him out of practice, and many players feel weird about the whole Alex Guerrero-Brady dynamic. Sure, and, Bra- and Brady's the old so guy in the do? room who doesn't relate to guys much like Alex Rodriguez. We'd heard all those stories towards the end of his career, even Jeter to an extent, right? They're living a different life. I remember it was a big deal when Cal Ripken was in his final years in Baltimore. He was never on the team bus. He was being whisked away to some other (laughs) hotel so he wouldn't get bugged by autograph seekers and whatever. So um, you're not going to say that it's categorically false, but 
it's convenient that suddenly all these guys are lined up and, and Seth Wickersham is a long storied career, as you said. So not saying he's making it up, just when it all comes out in one fell swoop as this giant data dump from multiple anonymous sources with inside the facility, just you raise your hand just a little bit. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. No one better to break this down with right now on the hotline. NFL on Fox insider extraordinaire, Jay Glazer. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. His website, of course, vetsandplayers.org. MVP merging vets and players and touchdown dreams. Jay, what's happening? What's going on, my man? How are you? All right, now, Jay, you, you got to set everybody straight on this now. We saw Nick Saban say today or, or report say he's got no interest in the New York Giants. Now, you know Bruce Arians pretty well. Arians said he wouldn't be surprised if Saban would leave Alabama for the Giants. What's going to happen here? I'm actually out with Bruce as we speak. So actually, really? We, yeah, we, we interrupted our you know, previously scheduled uh, drinking you know, and because of our, <laughs> you know, our, our interview right now. And oh. It came up exactly me, him, John Fox, and Tony Gonzalez all just hanging out, screwing around, and of course we bring this up. And I, you know, I know I'm sounding like the biggest name dropper in the world, but oh well. Um, so we bring it up. We're like, "Hey, did you talk to Nick?" He's like, uh, "No." I'm like, did you have any idea what you were saying before you went into that? No. <laughs> he literally, I'm like, "So why did you do it?" He goes, "I just decided to mess with the world. I thought it was good." Really? So, no, there's no insight. Yeah. <laughs> That's my guy. <laughs> He just said that. I owe him a beer. (laughs) I've said it all along. I've been saying it since we've been on air together. That's the guy I want to go out and have a beer with. And that cements at another level. That's so. He'd get mad. He's drinking a vodka. He'd like me to correct that. But yeah. (laughs) Okay. It's hilarious. Yeah. So, and he goes, and and not only that, he says he says it. And then everybody starts lighting him up and everybody else around him up. Oh my God, trying to get the scoop on us, right? And, you know, I text him earlier. I'm like, what did you do? He's like, oh, it's great. I'll tell you later. So, like, you know, and I just know him. I know when he says stuff like this, there's a good chance he's just messing with the world. And sometimes, but his stories, that the, the real one, they're as legendary as legendary comes. It's unreal. I mean, it's, it is great. I mean, you're, the guy's with Bear Bryant. Like, are you serious? Are you kidding me? And, you know, going from coaching the Peyton Mannings and the Roethlisberger and Andrew Lux, and, and what, what Bruce has done is just, it's, Incredible, man. He's also, it's amazing because everybody wants the next Sean McVay. Um, and that's the reason why a guy like Bruce Arians was overlooked for so long. They, you know, he's always like, oh, we need the next young, you know, guru offensive mind. I'm looking at, and, you know, you forget the young part. Let's just get that guru. He could be 68. It doesn't matter. Get the guru. And by the way, there's not too many Sean McVay's. People in the league, and you know, I've been, you know, real high on, on him and going into the season mm-hmm. because there's not too many guys like Sean who connect with millennials and connect with Wade Phillips the same exact way. You're not going to see a lot of Sean McVay during the next 10 years. Mm. Well, you know, what? One, one thing before we move on, I want you to, if you can do me a favor and tell Bruce this after we're done, he should have gone yeah. back to the Kangol. I love the Kangol. Oh, no, he, he has it up tonight. Oh, see, there you go. go. Oh, okay. Yes, oh, good. All right, because I'm... I, I miss the, He's got his mojo back now. I miss the Kangol hat. Oh, a Kangol hat that they're going to put some fat shoelaces in, <laughs> put a little linoleum outside, do a little break dance, it'll be great. <laughs> That's an excellent level stuff right there. Well, you talk about gurus. Now, the, the report is that Norv Turner potentially getting back in the game over in Carolina. 
Yeah, I mean, again, he's he's had a good relationship. We work with Ron Rivera. I think in San Diego. Mm-hmm. Um, always had a good relationship with him. And uh, you know, I, look, a guy like Ron, like Norv, what he could do. I think, um, you know, Cam needs obviously he needs something to kind of give him a, a little bit of a look right now and kind of reel him in a little bit. Also, to have somebody in there, what they could do with McCaffrey. I, I think a guy like Norv Turner, who just look, he can come in. He already knows Marty Herney. He already knows Ron Rivera. And in an organization right now where you don't know who the owner's going to be, you want to bring in stability. You want to bring in somebody that you know. You don't want to bring in a whole bunch of wild cards right now because there's going to be so much, such a wild card for, for the top all the way, you know, trickling down. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Michael Harmon. No one better to talk this with than Jay Glazer here in the Geico Studios. All right, Jay, uh, speaking of coaching moves, now we get John Gruden introduced today. I've never seen anything like this. You know, here's, here comes a coach, and you got 50 former players and luminaries showing up, and it's Gruden after a 16-year uh, absence of this. It's unbelievable what happened with Gruden today. He's a brand, man. It's almost like when, when Spurrier went to the Redskins. I mean, it's just like the the attention that it brings along. But that's why, look, when a team like the Raiders, they need sizzle because they're basically in a rented home for a little bit. Then they have to go to a brand-new city, so they need sizzle. So, you know, it's and that's why they went and got Marshawn Lynch last year because they knew they still needed, look, we need something local that's going to still get attention. We still have to make money here, but it's not like we can just stop making money before we go to Vegas. Oh, we we talked – Coaching changes and introductions. Matt Nagy introduced in Chicago yep. today. The folks there looking offensive-minded and, and the growth of yep. Mitchell Trubisky. What kind of guy are they getting in Chicago? I mean, again, the, everybody's kind of going for what they think is the next Sean McVay, and Nagy's a real good offensive mind. Um, you know, with Chicago Bears, it, it's interesting because they, I think, this year, you know, it was almost uh, it was one of those lost years. I mean, they. Mm-hmm. Uh, going into the year, I mean, look, John Fox, they didn't tell John Fox they were drafting Mitch Trubisky and, until right before. So you knew going in, Fox okay. wasn't going to be there unless they were, you know, 13-3. and three. Everything broke and even right. After that, sure. everything, everything had to be exactly perfect. So they were setting up for this next step even before the season was played out. Now, Jay, I know you're doing some good things. You're at a charity dinner right now, right, for, for MVP. No, That's not a dinner. No, what, what I'm a I'm a Bruce and Foxy Tony right now. No, we were at, uh, <laughs> we were at, uh, our, my, my friend, uh, Molly Smith came out with a great movie here and, and our great friend, Nate Boyer was in the movie. Um, called 12 strong. It's right. the first green berets that were, you know, went into Afghanistan right after nine 11. So they actually linked up with us at MVP where we got to introduce the movie tonight, the premiere here in Los Angeles and to raise some money for MVP. So we had about, I think about 150 or 200 veterans there at the premiere that they are actually invited to bring in. And people like Jeff Stoltz and, and who's in the movie also got up and you know, said a big thank you. Molly Smith was there to say a big thank you. So it was, it was really cool, man. It was Nate's birthday today also. And you know, for him to be, have a little have a part in the movie, but also be able to teach the actors um, certain kind of like behind the scenes things that, that Green Berets go through. And to see him up there, it was, man, it, it was cool. As his brother, it's pretty cool to see. I see. I'm picturing you being up there to introduce everything, and then someone yelling, "But Jay is Belichick leaving the Patriots? Jay is he leaving? Is it happening?" No, <laughs> no, they're, they're they're pretty good on this one, man. It was it was good. It was it was actually um, the cast kind of got 
a little choked up because of how many military were there. And they were just like, Let's, listen, we really hope that we did you guys justice. And, yeah, I was trying to add some levity to it and, and whatnot, but you saw it meant so much to the cast to just come off right to these guys. And, again, I can't say it enough. Man, every time it, it, you see it there more and more, every time we say thank you for your service, it couldn't be more, like, less cliché. Like, we really mean thank you. And again, with the cast is up there in front of all these vets today, like, tearing up. She's like, please, I hope you guys think we did you, we did you guys right. Awesome stuff, as always, from Jay Glazer. He's on Twitter, at Jay Glazer, the website, vetsandplayers.org, vetsandplayers.org. Uh, give, give our best to Bruce. Say we're very happy about the Kangol. Absolutely. I'm happy to hear about the vodka. Right. And, and, well, and, and Coach as well. Thanks. Thanks, Jay. See you, Jay. Thanks. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.